Hi. Ben Matlock. You can go in your dress or in your underwear, but you get out of here now! Soybean oil, cottonseed oil, palm oil, beef fat, lard, coconut. How long were you you knowing in the parked car? Oh, come on! Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor, come on! Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor! Who was that on the phone? Unlocking Matlock. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Welcome to Unlocking Matlock, the only in-depth deep dive analysis of the hit 80s TV show Matlock starring Andy Griffith. I'm your host, Joe Vargo, and joining me is my co-host. Tony Grunwald. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's W-L-O-K, the lock. <laughs> uh, we got a uh, we just uh, we just heard from uh, uh, Everclear with Father of Mine. Coming up next, we got uh, we got the Foo Father of Mine. Yahoo! <laughs> boing, oh, boing, boing. Man, hey, you want to want to be the thirteenth caller because we got free tickets to the Sword Show downtown. We got some kick ass swords down at the Amphitheater. You want to check that out? The best part about rock station DJs Joe is that mm. the DJs sound like they could not care less to be there. They're always, they're always very. Hey, welcome back. Hey, hey, it's Critter. Critter's here. We just well, yeah, it's, it's just it's it's being natural. And I mean, you yeah. know that I used to work at a zoo crew. <laughs> um, I would get up three in the morning. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> it's a weird lifestyle, man. Let me tell you. Um, well, it's very weird. It's rock and roll. It's it's rock and roll lifestyle. It's rock and roll. I mean, you're just you're yeah. just as important to the rock and roll scene as the musicians themselves um, by getting up early and mm-hmm. you know giving the promos you know i mean hey all these guys they're great musicians but where would they be without the wacky noises you make and your funny sidekicks named you know fart and right fart, you know i mean liquor, i, I picked up a lot of my interview skills um from uh you know when i was there i was interning i was able to pick up a lot of skills about just when you do an interview to bring up the most offensive things about that person absolutely Absolutely. They love to get called out on things like bra size, divorces, um, you know, very painful memories, embarrassing things they did in the past. Um, they love talking about it. And like I say, they're, they're there. They're there, like I say, to do whatever you want. Cause if, if it's not for you, then their, their record doesn't get played basically. So, um, uh, I wish you were still on that show. That was a great morning show. I used to wake up just to right. listen to your show. Well, they would usually, yeah, they would spend the first hour kind of talking about my appearance um, and, uh, it, it kind of became a running, uh, part of the show. A lot of people would make sure to tune in, especially for that part. Um, Absolutely. and Absolutely. those were not sound effects of babies of a baby crying. Um, that was, that was my real, they would make, they would get me that worked up where I would cry like that, like a little baby, like a baby. Yeah. They were mean. I mean, they didn't pull any punches. They started no. talking about how you know, like you say, how you dress, mm-hmm. how you look, how you. Oh smell. yeah, they strip me down. Uh, right, right. They point out every little imperfection, and then they throw baloney at my naked body, and that was the best. Though people would call in just to you know their whole telethons would be based around the baloney throwing. So, and it would always stick. That was a really right, uh, right. you know, right something about my and body would... and baloney. It just. <laughs> And they would send you out on those promo on those uh, uh, where you'd have to stand on top of McDonald's for like 12 hours (laughs) and people would just throw baloney at you. 
<laughs> as a stunt. Those funny radio stunts that people do. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. It was the best. Like I said, I then I would, do, I then I would get arrested. You know, I would have to right. spend, you know, the night in jail. Uh, and guess what? They don't take as bail money. Baloney. No, definitely not. And sometimes definitely. the jail would be overfilled, and they'd have to put me in um, a dog shelter, and they'd be going absolutely insane next to me you went to dog jail (laughs) yeah because they were running out of room in the people jail so they said oh just take them in the dog shelter and uh i spent a couple nights there but i just reeked of baloney you know and these dogs were very aggressive uh that's bad news that's bad news but you know you know those were my those are my 20s that was you know that was a fun decade (laughs) It was a great time. It was a great time. We were all the better for, for it. And I tell you what, you know, I'm a little bit hungry. Um, I'm wondering maybe mm-hmm. this episode of Matlock could uh, uh, fill my belly because uh, tonight's episode is called The Chef. And let me tell you, it is delicious. I would give you, I would give this episode uh, five Michelin stars. That's right. Wow. Don't they? they give, yeah. the tire people give restaurants good reviews how's yeah. that like? uh tonight's episode is the chef and guys it is a great episode this is a this is a very uh, uh a great episode for matlock because we all know matlock loves food um joe and i of course have noted it uh, quite a bit in our mm-hmm. in the encyclopedia entries we write um and uh, uh and fan guides and whatnot like that's a big part of his personality and his character is that he loves food so this episode is right up his alley because there is lots of food being made being mm-hmm. fed to him he loves it and we and love it we oh love boy it. yeah we we love to watch him eat um, we love to watch him work around that food in his mouth, kind of struggle with it a little bit. He takes his time like a like a proper old Southern gentleman. He he chews that food into oblivion. It's something they don't teach kids anymore to chew your food. I mean, kids now, mm-hmm. all the Zoomers out there, they're yeah. they're all too busy TikToking. They mm-hmm. don't have time to chew their food anymore. Right. Um, what Southern gentleman like Nash, like uh, what Matlock uh, knows Mm-hmm. Is that you, you're supposed to chew your food and then do your TikTok? So yeah, um, this is it's 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 manners that just don't exist anymore. So uh, I've 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 pulled up our Wikipedia entry we've written, Joe, um, and you know, like a quick meal. Sometimes I like it to just be short and sweet and fill my belly, and that's kind of what tonight's entry is for the for the chef. Uh, we just wanted to kind of skip this and get right to the main course. Yeah, so, just like a big steaming bowl of broth. Um, I love good broth. I love ooh, I love broth. a good broth. Just um, usually a full of broth. Right. You remember there was that time I couldn't eat any solid food and I was on that real broth kick. Uh, <laughs> big broth. We're, you're, you're a big broth guy. You're a big broth guy. I am. I'm a broth bro. <laughs> Um, well, broth bro, you're gonna love this uh, Wikipedia entry um, for the chef, which premiered on January sixth, nineteen eighty-seven. Matlock defends TV cooking show hostess Victoria Edwards, who is charged with murder in the on-camera death of a guest chef, who happens to be her ex-husband Michael Edwards, whose success came in no small measure from appropriating her recipes and expertise during their 12-year marriage. So we open up on 
her cooking school. It's a cooking school in Atlanta, uh, a very famous cooking school, Victoria Edwards School of Fine Cooking. Um, there's a cop kind of patrolling out front. Yeah. And he notices, is- he notices a yeah, just walking back and forth as as what the 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 fine people of the police are supposed to be doing, uh, looking out for property owners. <laughs> That's what a constable does. That's right. Maybe whistles, right, maybe twirls the baton. Right. If you're on the corner, you'll be asked politely to leave the corner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, get off the corner. Uh, but he's he's patrolling the area and he notices that there's a light on in the building of her cooking school it happens to be the refrigerator light which someone left the door open probably mm. uh which guilty as charged i i am constantly forgetting to close my refrigerator after i get something out of it yeah it's become a real problem for you um you know i because I, I i bring over my you know i i've been delivering you some of my leftovers uh some of the leftover stews that i make um you know that is leftover broth that i don't use um right yeah. And uh, you, you go, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I didn't get to that. I didn't eat it because I left my refrigerator open and it went bad. And I go, you know how much I, yeah, I, time that took me to, you know, yeah, I, 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 you know I, I do apologize. I can't, I can't, I can't help but to forget because uh, I, I don't turn, I don't turn my overlight kitchen light on because I'm trying to conserve energy. So I just open the refrigerator mm-hmm. to light the whole kitchen and then yeah. I can do whatever I need to right. uh, prepare my meal. And you move um, the refrigerator into the bed with you as a, like a reading light. I'm telling trying. you, it's, it's not, you're not conserving energy at all. I'm on the third book of twilight and I'm almost done. I'm so close to being done and I need, I would just, I, I can't stop. I can't put it down. Yeah. I, dra- I drag <laughs> the refrigerator into my bedroom room with me so i could kind of stick it up to the side of my bed and left the door open yeah while i tried to finish my book um it's nice food, yeah it's nice when you need a soda i mean it's right there <laughs> it was super convenient i could just reach in grab myself uh you know a coke zero and uh and 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 just keep on reading my book without having to get out of the bed now in the morning it really smelled in there but um the great news is i'm almost done with my book so um so the cop sees that the lights on in the cooking school and then he he goes in to investigate because I don't know if he has some sort of citywide key that works for all the buildings. But anyway, he's able to get in and he sees uh, whoever's in there running away. He takes off. He misses them. He loses them. The next day, mm. they're filming for her new uh, her new special, her new class mm-hmm. and um, kind of trying to have to clean up because this intruder made a mess. Yeah, there was just a break in. Nobody thinks much about it. No you big know. deal. Yeah. Someone broke into the place. No big deal. Happens all the time. At just a schools. crazy fan. Yeah, no big guys. It's just a pan. Everybody relax. So uh, there is really no big deal. Nobody's thinking twice about it. Um, we meet our uh celebrity chef victoria edwards super classy uh wearing a super 80s dress Mm -hmm. um she is uh her producer calls her the last word on cooking in atlanta which that's a big deal that's a big deal which means she knows a lot about cooking if she's the last word sure Um, is same way that like joe and i would be like the last word on matlock if you had anything you know if what we say that's kind right. Of, and if you are talking about Matlock, please check with us. Please give us an, an opportunity to jump in and respond because absolutely. I feel like there, Tony, I feel like there are a lot of conversations 
happening out there that you know people aren't checking in with us and uh, if you're doing that knock it off yeah guys come on let's not this isn't a game right i mean this is you got a <laughs> passion you gotta, this is yeah this is i mean do you understood work- anything about matlock if you you under you would understand that it's our passion it's our life exactly this is what we live for and so anytime you're on any of the social medias if you could tag us um, you can tag yeah. uh, the show. You could tag me personally on Twitter. Um, I'm Tony uh, I two six seven nine. Well, I've been I've been banned four eight nine two five six nine two. I did not get to pick my username, guys. Just chill out. A bot sold it to me. Um, so they're it's no big deal. They're just getting on with their day. She's the uh she's the last word in cooking in Atlanta. She's got a big guest coming on the show today um for her cooking class. It also happens to be someone that I think is gonna make it a little bit uncomfortable. Good boy. Her ex-husband, Mike Edwards, who what? was married to her for 12 years, like we said in her Wikipedia. And mm-hmm. uh, what else did he do? Oh, he stole all of her recipes. Can you believe it? <laughs> He and stole made them it all. into a cookbook. Oh, he stole them all. He stole all the recipes. Oh, and that is shady. very annoying uh, yeah. because someone had stolen my family recipes. Um, you know, I have that big book uh, that uh, sits on top of my refrigerator. Mm-hmm. It just says broths on the side. It's big letters. That's right. It just says broths. Um, and it's been in my family for generations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made out of uh, cow leather. Um, it's it's a beautiful relic. It um, smells great. I gotta say, it's mm-hmm. it's it's gorgeous to look at. Have you thought about taking that on the antiques roadshow? Well, it's gone. I can't find it. Um, yeah, there was so much broth spilled on it. You know, as it was being made, um, that it had a really nice pungent odor to mm-hmm. it. Uh, and I, I don't. It's a mystery as to where it went. I could really use someone like Matlock to find it. That would be that would be amazing. That would be amazing. We used to write used to write new recipes with a quill and broth. Like you used to dip mm. the quill pan in the broth and then write the broth recipe in the broth, right? That's that's right. Yeah, by candlelight. Um, just as all the Vargo men before me had done. Well, if your candles ever burn out, you can come over and use my fridge. You can come over and write by my fridge light. That would be amazing. Um, uh, I'd love to have you over. I'd love to have you over. So. They do the show. She's not happy about it, but Michael is on the show and they're going back and forth. Man, there is some uh, dunking going on. They are dunking on each other. It's, for a second, I was like, is this um, a cooking class or is this like, uh, am I on the street corner listening to a game of Yo Mamas? Yeah, because- it was like Don Rickles and a Yo Mama Snaps book combined. It was, it was, it was it was wild. These guys, they were really like very passively aggressively going at each other about who did what and oh, we had done, oh, I do it like this. And, and so they're kind of having a little, it's very tense on air. It's very mm-hmm. tense. Mm-hmm. And it comes to like, they're done cooking it. And they, at the end of the cooking shows, they always taste the food that they made. And they're always like, oh, wow, delicious. As if they're going to say, have you ever seen a cooking show where they make the thing and then taste it? And like, oh, this, this turned out like shit. But no, they never, it's always great. It's always phenomenal, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, and then, so they taste it. So they, t- he, t- he, she gives it to him to taste because it's his recipe right? That, she, that he stole from her. 
he gives it to her him to taste he tastes it and like oh that's good and then he immediately starts like clutching his stomach like yeah uh, making a face uh and at first you're like did it just take really taste really nasty nope. right killed him poison straight up ate poison yeah just instant death uh mm-hmm. kills mm-hmm. over dead yep um it's pretty tragic yeah i'm afraid of dying instantly <laughs> I think that I'm going to need some, I'm going to need a couple minutes or even a couple days to get my affairs in order. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To email, to get you to, to email you a letter uh, containing all my passwords. Yeah. So you- when, when big Dr. Death comes, you know, please give us a couple weeks here. You know, Absolutely. we got, we right. got, we got other people to think about. I have, people, yeah. I have a lot of organizing to do of my Matlock memorabilia and I, I do not have time now. <laughs> no. But had I, if I know it's two weeks before I'm dead, I will do it. I will we'll do it then. It. Yeah. I will do it if then. You give me a deadline. I'm good. But if you just say, hey, do it whenever, I'm not going to do yeah, it. So exactly. I'm not going to get a will together or, right. uh, you know, pay my bills on yeah. time. I'm so, so jealous of those people that go to the doctor and they say, you have two months to live. I'm right. like, that would just be the best if someone's <laughs> like, we, here's your end date. And I'd be like, great. I can now prioritize everything. Yep. I know exactly It'll what be, to do. Thanks so I much. Know exactly what to do and what not to do. Thank I've you. I've been but aimless yeah, I, my whole life. But dying instantly would just suck because in my first thing in my head would be mm-hmm. like, oh, I, you know, my my house key. You know what I mean? Right. Like it would just be it would just be a disaster. Yeah. So he dies. He keels over immediately. They cut tape, which you can tell this was filmed in the eighties because if it was because if this was the two thousand twenties, they would not cut tape. They would keep filming. Yeah, you know? people would be there with their phones, like, "Oh my god, you see that guy die?" Logan Paul would be there, like, "Haha, look at this dead guy!" You know, you know, all for the clicks and all for the likes. You know what I mean? Just this, yeah. you know, real sad culture we live in now. Right. I I just like watching the apologies. So dude's dead. He's laid out. He's done. Um, they cut tape. They're like, call the cops. And then so we cut from the studio to our hero, Ben Matlock, uh, and his doggo. We got a doggo, guys. Beautiful, yeah. cute, you know, jumping around. Retriever. Happy. Yeah, gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. gorgeous animal. Retriever. Gorgeous <laughs> specimen. Beautiful creature. Um, <laughs> and so he's playing with his dog, having a great time. They're going out to see the chickens. So yeah. if you love dogs, if you love chickens, mm-hmm. uh, if you uh, and and certainly if you love eggs, spoiler alert, you're going to love this episode. Yeah, uh, eggheads. So, egg, hey, eggheads. Uh, so, yeah, him and the doggo, they're going out to the uh, chicken coop to see to collect their eggs. Um, uh, I believe he was having a problem. Not all the chickens were. Not all the chickens were laying eggs and he was having a talking what do you do with a chick? Like how, what's the window before you can like either return the chicken or use it for other things? Hmm. Like if it's not giving you eggs, like how many opportunities do you give it to give you eggs? Yeah. Now, you know, I got farming in my blood. Um, I come from a long line of farm <laughs> farmers Yep. that tealed the earth um, Absolutely. Absolutely. as it were. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I recollect uh correctly i believe Mm -hmm. uh chicken's gonna hatch an egg every day (laughs) this is great i didn't know all this this is wonderful this is wonderful Mm -hmm. Um, and for matlock for these for these chickens to not be producing eggs that this is ruining matlock's day i mean we know 
from previous episode, Matlock has at least a dozen eggs per sitting every morning. He'll crack a dozen eggs and make a yep. big scrambled uh, egg, which yep. his secret is Philadelphia cream cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, delicious. And, <laughs> uh, no eggs for him. That that means he's going to be hungry all day. Yeah, and I don't want to be around a hungry Matlock because no. a hungry Matlock turns into a hangry Matlock. And <laughs> we all right. know we don't want to be around him when he's like that. Um, he's collecting his eggs. He's lamenting the lack of eggs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlene shows up and Charlene is... She's in her super, she's in her weekend gear, super casual, uh, tucked in uh, shirt, uh, super high 80s jeans. She's wearing cowboy boots. So, I mean, this really is kind of a farm lifestyle that these, that the Matlocks live when they're not in the courtroom. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, she's like, hey, dad, come on in, you know, uh, let's go in the kitchen. And in the kitchen is uh, Victoria Edwards. And she's like, hey, I want you to represent me because I've been accused of murdering my ex-husband. Uh, at my cooking school at my cooking show and um which is a weird leap i guess she gets accused of him because she gets accused of the murder because she's mad at him for stealing the the recipes and that he's the ex-husband so i I guess she's the most likely suspect they just had an on-air tiff you know and yeah always look at the wife that's Mm -hmm. what they say it's always the first Mm -hmm. place you look the wife yep even if the wife was the one that was murdered it's always the wife. Yeah, it's, no, always, it's always it's wife. always the wife who did it. Usually not the husband. Right. No. Well, I, what I don't get is I watch these these murder documentaries on Netflix and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, eight or ten freaking parts long when they could just be, you know, a half hour and just be like the wife. Right. It was the wife. It was the wife. You were right. You were right. You know, and sometimes it's not the wife, but those are super rare occasions. I call those unsolved cases. <laughs> When it's not the wife, I go, oh, I guess that one's unsolved. I'm always hoping that they appeal. They appeal and they're like, are you sure? Please yeah. double check the wife Let's... again. <laughs> Can we double check the evidence against the wife again? So, um, so yeah, Matlock is smelling cornbread. And that's right. Victoria is in there cooking. Oh, and man. she's trying to, you know, appeal to Matlock saying, please take my case. And this is the kind of good cooking that you'll have. Um, and if we know one thing about Matlock, if there's a way to his heart, it's through his stomach and it's also through, through his pocketbooks, too, because he yeah. does charge a million dollars a case. He does charge an exorbitant <laughs> amount of money to be to, to be your lawyer. Um, but, yeah, that's I mean, she's in there cooking. She's got all those pots and pans. It seems to be a running motif on these episodes as well, is that if you, you, you are allowed to go into any kitchen and immediately begin cooking. Right, uh, knowing where all the ingredients are, where everything. Um, yeah. And now, what did you think of Matlock's kitchen, his style? Um, I, I think it was a farmhouse meets depression. I was a little, it felt a little bit like I was in a depression era. Yeah, it did kind of like it looked kind of like the you know the Christina's world, the Andrew Wythe painting where she's uh, in the field looking at the farmhouse. Like I feel like this was the kitchen in the farmhouse. Yes, um, this was a very grapes of Rathian uh, uh, kitchen. Yeah. You know, very dust bowl, uh, mm-hmm. bare bones. I you think know. the stove was independent of mm-hmm. anything. Yes. It was the stove. <laughs> there was no counter. Mm-hmm. connected it was just a stove like a steep like good old just wood burning stove like in the middle of the kitchen <laughs> yep. well see modern kitchen designs they go for these like i, I don't know what you call them the islands in the middle of the kitchen where right usually now they put the sinks there back in the 
well, in the 80s, no, it wasn't so big in the 80s, but because Matlock had an older house, what they used to do in kitchens was they put the the, the stove, the oven, in directly in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be inconvenient for everybody in the kitchen. Right. It may have been a source of heat as well. Mm. You'd be like, hey, mom, make me some brownies. I'm freezing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, he had a very odd kitchen. And again, uh, because she is the uh, last word on cooking in Atlanta, she is able to go in any kitchen and whip up a meal uh, with any of the ingredients that are already in there um, and automatically knows where everything is. She puts together a big breakfast for Matlock. He digs in, loves it, thinks it's great, says it reminds him of when he was a kid and the way his mom cooked. She didn't cook food as good, but he loved it. He would just chow down on the food and listen to old episodes of The Lone Ranger, um, which is a weird thing to say. Um, well, that's like, so I, back when Matlock was a little little boy, um, this would have been in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Or tens, I'm not sure, but he would be uh, yeah. listening to a radio play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, I, I know a lot about how things used to be, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because of um, you know my work in old folks' homes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where I've visited them and um, you know given seminars about Matlock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You do a lot of social work uh, involving the elderly. Um, you're, it's just you're it's so admirable joe you go in you, you you give them a rundown on old episodes of matlock you show them you bring your memorabilia you bring pieces mm-hmm. some some of your joe you bring some of your pieces yeah you bring your pieces to the old <laughs> folks home you pass them around no touching please uh-huh. uh, um and it's just a great time uh for these i do a lot of yelling <laughs> i have to shout quite a, can, quite a bit we can't hear nothing mm-hmm. so i actually uh, just assume that anyone in there cannot hear me and i just shout it's it's usually a safe bet. It's usually yeah. a safe bet. When you see but an just, old person, just shout at them. Just yell at them. Yell right in their yeah. face because they, they can't hear you. And also they take can't. a tone with them like they're five years old. I think that is that is also the appropriate way to speak to an elder. Absolutely. If they know what's good for them, you uh-huh. know they'll they'll, they'll they'll listen to you. Uh, but you're great because you just listen to their stories and they tell you about how how things used to be, and so. Um, you have just this vast knowledge of the past and, and all the things that used to happen. Um, and you definitely like to like to bust that out uh, in social situations and things like that. You like to tell everybody how things used to be. And so um, <laughs> that's what Matlock's doing. He's reminiscing about the mm-hmm. food and he's talking about how he likes to listen, how he used to like yeah. to eat. How food those are some good eats. Good eats, listening to old episodes of The Lone Ranger. He agrees to take Victoria's case. He loves her food. Uh, he's going to help her out. He's going to he's going to figure out what's going on. Um, they go to the scene of the crime, uh, the the TV cooking cooking school studio. Do all cooking schools have TV sh- shows? They should. I mean, yeah. I think that there's really no other. It's the most interesting form of entertainment besides Matlock that I like to watch. Yeah, no, I love watching cooking shows. I love. I just your- love to watch people cook. Yeah. I get when I get invited over for dinner parties, I go, okay, well, what time can I get there? And they go, oh, well, food should be ready about seven. I say, okay, well, I'll be there at five. And I, cause that's my favorite part is I like watching people cook. Yeah. You don't help. You just sit on a stool or in a corner and you yeah. just watch what people are doing, going mm-hmm. back and forth, you know, maybe in a way, in the way a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, 
lot of it. Right where that kitchen island usually is, that's where yep. I am. That's where yeah. you are, just surveying it, eating. Just you brought you bring a snack and you like mm-hmm. to just watch him watch him. I go, oh, I'm not gonna eat this. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Um, but yeah, that's uh they go back to the scene of the crime. It's a cooking school, which cooking schools, hey, hey guys, hey, if you go to cooking school, guess what? I got the I got the cheat sheet. It's called a cookbook. <laughs> I got all the answers for you. I got all the answers for you. It's, yeah, it's called a cookbook. They're all in the back of the cookbook. Yep. We just flip to the back. Just flip it. Wait, oh no, my final all exam. All the answers. Is, my final exam is, is is a pot pie. Uh, I tell you what, hey, hey, you want it? I got the answers. Look under P for pot pie in this cookbook. <laughs> but anyway, so they, um, they're at the cooking school. Tyler shows up. Tyler's super jazzed because, mm. um, Tyler has, has has some good news uh also of in the cooking world. Um guys, Tyler won the chili cook-off. I know. Yeah. I know. He won the chili cook-off. Do you believe it? Guess what the prize of the chili cook-off was? $2,000. $2,000? That that's the craziest prize for a chili cook-off <laughs> I have ever heard. <laughs> I'm not as big a fan of chili because you know I don't really like I don't like the beans. Oh yeah, beans do not you react. I have like a phobia of beans. Yeah, like, like I don't mean like Tony eats a bean and you know he farts or something. I mean like Tony looks at a bean shape and he falls backwards. It's it's and he falls on his back and he goes, I'm a bug, I'm a bug, I'm a bug now. I'm metamorphosizing. I'm metamorphosizing. It's a really so, weird reaction. Yeah, I got. So I had a babysitter who beat me with a copy of the Metamorphosis when I was a kid. <laughs> That's a thin book. It's not that many pages. So you're lucky it wasn't the trial. Or I mean, something. I mean, it really didn't hurt. My face got all red, but I mean, it yeah. wasn't a big deal. That's pretty um, traumatic. <laughs> it is. So Sorry, because of that, I'm. <laughs> Because of that, I'm terrified of beans. Um, Tyler, <laughs> you know, Matlock's like, Matlock's like, hey, Tyler, we need your help. Um, he's like, okay, well, did you have any, you know, usual private investigator questions? Do you have any enemies? And she mm. says, yes, I have three enemies. That's right. And all oh. three of them. All three of them were at the cooking show. <laughs> they were all at the taping where they're not usually there. So that's a pretty pretty good sign that it might have something to do you know if i'm at lock light you know light bulbs are kind of going off like hmm yeah that's that's interesting well if you are but if it's just i'm not if it's look if it's just you and me tony let's be honest we're going "Uh uh-huh oh okay oh oh i don't know how to uh do a a, be a lawyer (laughs) i put my shoes on the wrong feet today I mean, that's what you and I are that's doing. What me, that, yeah, that's people what that are not Matlock. I mean, right. this is just that, and not like we're really like that, of course. But I, I just mean that Matlock is operating at such a high level. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so he's like, "Hey, Tyler, or hey, you know, Tyler, Charlene, let's get on that." So they look into it. The three, her three enemies are in a very kind of, you know, let's just sum it up. Basically, three enemies are a food critic, mm-hmm. a the owner of an Italian restaurant yum, yum. and a baker. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with classic uh, storytelling tropes. 
but there's always, you know, it's, it's, it goes all the way back to the Terra, the tarot cards and things like that. Like it's a, it, you know, the story circle, Joseph Campbell, all that. It's always a critic, an Italian restaurant owner and a baker. Yeah. Like those are your three, you know, little, uh-huh. you know, a little creative writing course for you guys here. Uh, those are usually going to be your three main, uh, uh, you know, makes for, makes for a pretty good porno too. It certainly does. It certainly does. Uh, food related pornography is the most clicked kind of pornography. People love that stuff. Um, uh, no, but Tony, you're absolutely right. Um, this is, I mean, I, I guess, who are you? Are you the, have you thought about that? Am I the uh, food critic, the Italian restaurant owner, or the baker? I'm probably. I'm probably the food critic because mm. I don't like anything, but I want everything to be catered specifically to me. Right. So um, I think I'm just very picky about a mm. lot of things, but I also want people to listen to how I think everything sucks. Mm. So I think I'm, I think I'm a classic, I'm your classic critic. I'm your classic food. Critic. Yeah. I'm what definitely, yeah, I'm definitely a baker. Mm-hmm. Um, I get up very early. Mm-hmm. Uh, close down super like in the middle of the day mm-hmm. I just shut down um, <laughs> well and you're constantly covered in flour which I don't know if you actually know this or not but you always have flour pouring yeah. out of your pockets well, on your yeah. pant legs like it's true it's I'm trying to kind of fill out my body mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. flour um, like I said before there's it's also so the bologna won't stick to me it's a defense mechanism. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I, I know a lot of those fitness stores and, and they sell that the, like muscle powder and things like that. Like mm-hmm. you just skip all that and just get the flour and just dump the flour on you. You don't ingest it. You just dump it all over yourself. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's a health, it's health reasons. Um, they go and they have to interview, um, you know, to kind of get what information, why are these people enemies and things like that. Um, it basically all kind of boils down to, uh, you know, Victoria Edwards has ruined or bad mouthed uh, these gentlemen um, and their respective careers at one point or time in her life. So she bad mouthed all three of these people in one point in her life. And so, you know, they all have their own you know reasons for wanting to take revenge on. Yeah, her. they got a bone to pick. Right. So um, they do some digging around and, you know, it involves some going undercover at one point tyler decides to sneak in to the bakery to try to get some more information he gets in there though and yeah he gets in there and they think he's there to work they think he's there to be on the bakery on the bakery team or whatever yeah. you call him uh classic mix-up yeah mm-hmm. uh it's hilarious so, like oh what are you doing here and it's like oh i'm busted but like oh actually here's an apron now get to work mm-hmm. uh and i'm thinking okay well i guess he'll have to start baking mm-hmm. uh, 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 no 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 it's just some ordinary show this is matlock right. it's gonna be pretty right. interesting uh so tyler is there to be a food uh taster um and he gets uh i think a dozen eclairs put in front of him to taste it's a lot yeah there's a lot of all. eclairs that he's got to dig into and at no point do they ask for his feedback like did that taste okay or how's this tasting well and even if they think that he's there to work i mean i 
I mean, I've held a lot of jobs. There's usually some form of paperwork I have to fill out beforehand. <laughs> I try not to do a lot of under the table money under the table jobs because that is actually illegal. You're not allowed to work for just cash. Yeah, and I've so, done your taxes, Tony, and uh, nightmare. Yeah, they are a nightmare. Some of these um, places don't even exist. And you're saying, oh, I worked here and here and there. And then I look it up in the yellow pages and the white pages, go online. If I, you know, if the darn whiff is working. I, um, yeah, right. I have the, what the, what the IRS told me is that I have been under a continuous audit since 1994. Hmm. Like they don't even start a new one. They just add it to the previous audit. It's just right. been a continuous audit this whole time. Yeah, you're tying up the IRS. Um, there, a, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people are getting away with major fraud just because, you know, <laughs> your taxes are so complicated. They're they're just so messed up. I mean, I've had all these dumb little jobs that that, that don't amount to anything. I I'm there for a day and then I quit. Mm -hmm. But then right. they send me a course. You know, I was there long enough to have to be paid. And so then right. they send me at the end of the year. It's a mess. It's an absolute nightmare. I mean, like I said, the other thing, though, is how I like to think of it is I'm kind of keeping the IRS's lights on. You know, I'm kind of keeping them it's working, true. keeping it's them true. going. So um, so I'm still waiting for the thank you card for that. Um, but so he's there to he's he's trying to get information, but he gets stuck uh, tasting these eclairs which uh, I don't like. I'm not a big eclair guy. Are you an eclair guy? I'm a huge eclair oh guy. Oh my gosh, yeah. Huge. I I just go right for the filling. I stick a straw in there, suck it out, and I throw that eclair shell on the ground. See, I can't do a lot of fillings because I don't like to eat anything I can't see right away. I don't like surprises. Mm -hmm. And so You're worried there's going to be a bean in there. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Tony, no. You're no. not a bug. You're not, oh, okay. Tony, you're not a bug. Help me, help me. <laughs> no, Tony. <laughs> you're not turning into a bug, okay? Oh, okay. I'm all right. I'm right. All right. If they could make eclairs like clear, if they could make like mm. clear eclairs. That's not clear. Eclairs. If they could make eclairs. Eclairs with where I could see the delicious uh, mm -hmm. icing and, and frosting on the inside, I'd be all about it. But That's fun. What if they put like a little window in there? <laughs> Just a window in the eclair. I could do a window. I would right. trust enough of a window to... to okay. We're talking... Kind we talking poke a, around? We're talking a sliding window or like a little... A crank? <laughs> a little crank. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. A little um, sprinkle crank. Mm -hmm. Delicious. I'm all in. Uh, So he's doing... He's, so he works a whole day at the bakery. He tastes yeah. these eclairs. Which I mean, is you're great. in your, I mean, that's that's the thing. They you can't blow your cover now. Right, exactly. Uh so day's over, quitting time, the old, you know, quitting time. So he, he's walking out with all the other bakers. He notices the baker counting a huge pile of cash, like the 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 main suspect, the, the baker suspect. He's in his office in the safe. He's got a big pile of cash. Now, again, I'm not. I don't do a lot of bakery stuff, but like, do they, I, I, this doesn't seem normal that, that this baker would have this, this much cash. Right. There's a small amount of money exchange hands. I think at a bakery, typically, mm -hmm. you know, $3, $4, $5, but yeah, big wad of hundos. That's unusual for a baker. It is a bit. Yeah. That is a bit odd. So, um, Tyler's like, all right, well, I'll stick around. So he kind of tries to, to stick around. Yeah. Gets hides out, hides out in his bright red, um convertible like he always right. does 
like he always does uh gets busted again for spying anyway they take him back in and and all these dudes start surrounding him like oh no like like kind of like what were you what are you up to and like so there's a bunch of guys and they all look super menacing and mm-hmm. freaky so we really don't know we're kind of nervous for tyler here um yeah a bakery beatdown is one of the last things that you want to happen to you trust us <laughs> don't those mouth dudes, off at bakeries those dudes got rolling pins and they know how <laughs> yeah. to use them that's right um well tony i think this is a great time for us to take a break uh let's take some time to hear a word from our sponsor hey everybody uh this is tony of course uh hey joe how's it going great thanks <laughs> uh i'm sorry i'm just a little i'm a little i'm a little yeah you seem a little low energy everything okay well i I was hoping to give everybody a big update about the unlocking matlock fan fest cruise 2021 Uh, i had this big publicity stunt kind of plan that we were going to drum up a whole bunch of interest for i had these big you know this, this big spectacle i was hoping to give everybody and it all kind of just blew up in my face and I am just so embarrassed about it. You know how, I mean, I know you're a big fan of magic. I'm certainly a big fan of magic and I'm a big fan of uh, the, the, those great, wonderful uh, specials from the uh, 1980s by the world's greatest magician, Mr. David Copperfield. Yeah. Um, he was for for some of the younger uh kids you know our our younger fans listening um uh david copperfield was a uh, he was a tele he was a magician who would do these big you know spectacular uh illusions where he he did one year he did made the statue of liberty disappear i believe one year he walked through the great wall of china it lit my young imagination up and so when i was trying to think of you know the best possible things to give our audience and and all the all the all our friends who are going to come on our, our our podcast cruise with us i was like i gotta get i gotta get david copperfield in on this like that would be amazing dc i gotta get dc in on this so i texted dc i got dc's number from uh his manager and he's not as busy as he used to be and so joe and i were able to uh you know, go into petty cash and pull out, pull out some, some money from petty cash to uh, offer Mr. Copperfield. And he agreed to come, you know, do some magic on, on the cruise. And, you know, we got to talking and, and Joe's like, why don't you go big? Like, let's go big. Yeah. I'm always saying that for everything. It's, I'm just kind of hyping a, it up. Yeah. But let's you do go big, it for, bigger, bigger. But you do it for everything. When we go out to eat and, you know, at the car wash, like, always going big mm-hmm. it's it just is exhausting sometimes. go big or go home so mr copperfield he was really feeding off of that energy he's like i got it i got it let's make the ship disappear and like i was like oh my gosh that is that's brilliant that is amazing if yeah. you know uh, we know all our unlocking matlock heads are going to be all about the cruise but like if word would get out that you know dc was back on the scene mm-hmm. and he made the ship disappear like we would be able to have so many new friends and fans come with right. us on the cruise what an amazing like it, celebration or exactly. kickoff yeah exactly it would be phenomenal so what i did not take into account was yeah. that as a magician david copperfield is technically a wizard and is 
dealing with very there's very dark forces being dealt with and things I don't understand and things that I probably shouldn't meddle in anyway David Copperfield uh, David Copperfield made the boat disappear and now we can't find it we can't find well, the boat now so Tony I, I gotta tell you something uh, so when he left and was like hey sorry I, I, I don't know I can't make it come back and everything he, he handed me his business card to say you know hey call if you need anything and I looked at it and it doesn't say David Copperfield it says David Robberfield so what he's not a copper he's a robber he's David Robberfield he's David Robberfield and I looked it up and he just steals people's stuff like he didn't make it disappear he stole it from us you sh- he stole our boat. He stole our cruise. Not only your nice cruise, but all of our fans. He took the cruise boat. Took David Robberfield. Oh the cruise boat. He took the cruise. <laughs> he he robbed us. He robbed us. Well, what are, have this guy done? In, what other things has this guy stolen? I mean, he's a lot like a Carmen San Diego. He steals <gasps> landmarks and. Um, He's the guy who stole those weird monoliths that were popping up for some reason. Oh, yeah. Those were weird. He took all those? Yeah, he stole uh, those. Uh, he stole the Wu-Tang uh, album uh, that was with that... The Million Dollar album? That, the Million Dollar the farm album. Bro, the Farmer yeah. Broke got? Yeah. Oh, well, at least that guy. That, that's good that he got that. I hope he leaks it. I hope, I hope he leaks it. <laughs> but this is terrible. This is awful. Like... Joe, we don't have the boat anymore. What are we gonna do? I got, I got not only, I got all these. I'm gonna have to answer to all of all the fans and all the the people who are coming on the cruise. But now I got the cruise line is right up my ass, asking me all these questions of what happened to their boat. Right. Well, don't worry because I've been doing some research and I found uh, something that can really help us. And it's David FBI Field, and uh, <laughs> I think it's exactly what we need. Thank God, because this is the thing. Uh, we all wish that Matlock was real and that he would be able to, to come help us in this situation. But we're going to have to go outside of his grasp and call David FBI Field to come help us. Uh, now, right. does he can he does he specialize in this kind of thing? I don't want no pencil pusher. I need a field man. Yeah, somebody's on the field. He specifically specializes in undoing what David Robberfield has done. Um, as, as this guy's well, got his own well, branch. This well guy's as, got his own yeah. branch of the law enforcement after him. Well, as well as larceny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's mostly makes- larceny. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, I really hope he can get the boat back. I really hope he. I was, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, we don't look, Tony. We don't own that boat. Um, that is not our boat. And they're we're getting calls from the cruise company going, "Hey, uh, you know, we lent you that boat for that promotion." Uh, bring it back uh, whenever you can. I can't can. keep stalling them. I can't keep stalling them. I keep telling them excuses like, oh, he's, oh, what? Oh, that, oh, you're cutting in and out? I did the cutting right. in and out one. Yeah. And then they called me this morning and I was like, oh, the boat can't come to the phone. It's it's in the shower. And I, That was bad. That was, you panicked. That was really bad. I had to really hang up bad. real quick and get out of there. Oh, Joe, I've been sweating. I really hope David FBI Field can help us. I've, I've been on eBay. I've been, I've been scrolling through eBay the last two days looking for boats to see if he's put, to see if David... Robertfield put it up on eBay, but I can't find it. Um, I did find I did find that Matlock uh, behind the scenes VHS from '89 though. Okay, good. I'm so glad I, I, got still a bid on, I got a bid in on okay. that. 
I got a bid in. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. There's one other guy bidding and not bidding on it. And I'm, I think I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. No, you won't. <laughs> he likes to wait to the very end of the auction. And then you, you bid for some reason. You just can't help yourself. You bid with 20 seconds left. And you go, why did I do that? See, I'm never that. I'm always bidding like three days in advance. I throw the big <laughs> bid up and then I just wait. Well, I hope, I sincerely hope for all of our sakes, all of our fans, everybody who has tickets to the cruise, don't worry. Joe is going to come in and save our asses again. He has contacted the authorities, the proper authorities. David FBI Field is on the case out there looking for David Robberfield. It's weird. He looks a lot like David Robberfield, too. And he's charging sure us quite an arm and a leg to do this. But uh, well, I... Come on, Joe. It's 2021. Can't anybody look the same anymore? People can. You're right. People can, people can look the same. It's fine. It's no big deal. Um, he is charged. He's charging us a lot of money. You said. Yeah. Uh, well, we got. That's what. That's what petty cash is for. That's, we got, that's, that's back we got. to the petty cash. That's why we got the petty cash. Um, everybody, relax. If you have any questions or concerns, as you probably do, uh, feel free to email us at unlockingmatlock at gmail.com. Uh, we'll answer any questions you have. Put your put your worries to rest. I feel a lot better now that I've talked to Joe. He's calmed me down, as always. Um, I hope everybody can relax and get through this. We will give you guys another update uh, the next episode for Unlocking Matlock Fan Fest Cruise 2021. And thank you to our sponsor. Um, I hope that works out. Uh, oh, that sounds great. It's that something sounds that great. yeah we've been really excited about here so at great. unlocking matlock so great so so great. We, we left off with tyler in some big big trouble he's surrounded Ruh-roh. by some uh kind of backroom dealings happening and uh some tough guys have been caught uh with their pants down as it was turns out tyler shows up in matlock's office unscathed he's now fine. i'm i'm wondering okay now, hey, wait a, wait a darn second. TV show, you implied to me that he was in d- big, deep doo-doo and was about to get uh, thwacked in the face with those rolling pins like Tony and I have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and here he is unscathed, not having a rip on his shirt, nothing. Um, and he's got big news for Matt Locke. Huge, huge news. Um, not only did he not get beat up by these dudes, uh, what Tyler stumbled upon in the back room of this bakery was a good old-fashioned illegal poker game. Oh, uh, what luck. What luck. Um, and so Tyler said he thought quick on his feet and thought, uh, well, I'm uh, uh, I'm addicted to gambling, and I have this $2,000 from my chili cook-off, and I'm a really bad poker player. Uh, and that is... I mean, those guys are sharks. They're thinking, that's what they, oh, exactly what they want to hear. Exactly what they mm-hmm. hear. Mm-hmm. So they invite him into the poker game. Exactly. And they invite Tyler him gets some inside information about what the baker was up to, yep. uh, about what the food critic was up to. We forgot to mention, Tony, that the Italian restaurant owner was murdered. He oh, died right. face down in a plate of spaghetti. He died um, face down in a plate of spaghetti. I forgot about that. So one check. Check one uh, uh, bad guy off the list. Yeah, that's right. We're down to two. We're, we're down to two. So yeah, he dies. He the the uh, the Italian restaurant owner died face down in a plate of spaghetti, which that's right. delicious. 
it's the only way I ever want to go. I mean, you talk about that's part of why I want that warning about my death is so I can get get the spaghetti ready, get everything ready, and just go face down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make sure to follow the directions on the packages of spaghetti and to boil it for exactly the right amount of time. Boil oh, it's got to be al dente. Al dente, you got to go al dente. Come on, what are we talking about here? You know. Um, so that's probably what this Italian restaurant owner did is he mm. got his barilla pasta out and he boiled up <laughs> a delicious plate of spaghetti. Was this guy a millionaire barilla? Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, hey, those guys, they live large. They live, go big. They live right large. So they, uh, yeah. So yeah, the Italian restaurant owner has been cleared because he has, he's dead. He's dead. So, um, so but Tyler to- picks up some great information mm-hmm. at this poker match about our two remaining suspects. And not only Tony does he pick up information about where they were on the evenings of the murder of the, the Italian restaurant owner, as well as the murder of, uh, or the break-in rather the Mm -hmm. night of the break-in he cleans house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He wins $20,000, 20 big ones. He went in there with two. He came out with 20, which Uh, in the eighties, I believe that works out to be, several million dollars oh yeah he is yeah he's definitely on the big list now with the big boys uh with your uh alan musks and your mm. uh, phil phil gates and your uh jeff bizzers um he's right up there with all of those rich rich guys now so he doesn't even need matlock so i don't even know why he's bothering with the rest he just of loves to investigate loves and it, loves does it for the does it for the thrill you know it's about friendship and it's mm-hmm. about passion mm-hmm. it's about Absolutely. love and that's yeah. what that's how I approach the kitchen. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so Tyler's got information. We got, we, we now have a, a pretty better idea of where these people were uh, the night of the break-ins when the poison was put into the ingredients that the murder victim then ate. A big problem Matlock is having with this case and with all the suspects and, and trying to figure everything out is that the poison is undetectable. They can't really tell what how the poison got into the food or or into this right body or, there's no or, traces of it no in the kitchen on a spoon on mm-hmm. anything like how where did the poison come now wait a darn minute i i'm just pretending i'm matlock here for a second okay okay i didn't know you look like you were you yeah now wait a darn minute oh okay yeah 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 where's yeah. the poison coming from mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and they discover that it it had out of all the ingredients that are still there, mm-hmm. uh, something clicks in Matlock's head that we should we should check the eggs. We should check yeah. The eggs. He's thinking earlier about he's still got the eggs on. The where bar. are my eggs? Where mm-hmm. he's he's thinking where are my eggs? Why aren't my chickens giving me my eggs? Eggs. He goes. Yep. It's in the eggs. He so checks out the, he checks out the eggs and there is two tiny like pinpricks like tiny holes right in the egg shells um from where uh they injected the 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 the, the murderer injected the the poison into the eggs and so uh now i'm pretty damn paranoid about my eggs uh when i buy them at the supermarket because right. of this episode this is like a bean problem again yeah you're it's checking them to, for holes it's just switching to eggs now i'm in the grocery i'm in the aisle for a good half hour, 45 minutes mm-hmm. investigating every single egg until I can just be a hundred percent sure that nobody has been injecting poison. Into well, and eggs. it's that easy for someone to do that. And you know, we're not scared of death. 
you know, Tony and I were brave men. It, it's it's the instant death, you know. Right. I don't want to die instantly. And that's mm-hmm. you know, if it's if it's our time, somebody wants to kill us, and let's be honest, a lot of people do. <laughs> yep. Uh, then that's our time to go, but mm-hmm. we just don't want it to happen instantly. We want someone to say, "Hey, heads up, I'm right. gonna kill you in two weeks." Right. I, I need I need a little a little uh, a little notice would be nice. Yeah. Huh? And I, they go, "Don't call the cops." And I go, "Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I appreciate see the warning." See you in two weeks. Yep. See you in two weeks. <laughs> so uh, it so Matlock's pretty sure that this poison has been injected into the eggs. Right. Uh, we are and- now in court time. Yeah, we didn't uh, spend a lot of time in court in this episode. No, not a lot of well, this is that's a lot of footwork, a lot of legwork, a lot going on in this case. So Matlock had to be on the streets and not in the court uh for most of this one. So that's right. we're in court. Um something special happening in court today. Uh we've got an uh, oven and a uh kitchen you know, kitchen supplies, uh cooking ingredients. Uh guys, w- cooking court. We're, we're cooking right inside the courtroom today hell yeah uh, matlock has got something big planned for these and matlock's got something cooking of his own mm-hmm. uh quite the little demonstration he's cooking he's having uh victoria cook the exact same meal that she cooked on her cooking show with the same ingredients from the cooking school now mm, let's think about that huh mm-hmm. now there's some eggs left over poisoned mm-hmm. eggs now who's on the stand the food critic Mm-hmm. And he's thinking, oh no, those are the eggs that uh uh we poisoned. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Big big uh we got a problem here. Um she's cooking the murder meal, um, which is not to be confused with Joe and I's uh cooking reality show right. murder meal. Um we have had to abandon that um that that show and that idea of uh, due to legal reasons um we were <laughs> murder meal will not be on the food network this yeah, season and so right. sorry about that it's also what i call my uh six patty uh flaming hot cheeto dust uh wrapped in a tortilla uh nacho cheese burger i call it murder meal and guy fieri is very interested and trying it. It's so extreme. It's so extreme. That burger is so <laughs> freaking extreme in your face. Like you don't even know. You don't murder even meal. know the murder meal. Murder meal coming this summer. Um, he's cooking. The, 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 she's cooking the freaking murder meal right in the middle of the courtroom. And here's the thing about meals. Uh, someone's always got to be a taster. You know. And yeah. so that's what Matt who better, does. Who better than a food critic? Who better than a food critic? I mean, he's like a professional food guy, basically. Yeah. Basically, he's like a professional food guy. So uh Matlock makes her use the eggs in the meal. He watches her do it, whips it up, makes the makes the meal that the murder victim ate, and then's like, Hey, why don't you try some? You're the food critic. Tell us how it yeah. how it is. You know, this is all totally normal court happenings here. This happens every day. No one objects. No, nope. he says, I don't want to eat that. And no one <laughs> everybody's fine with it anything matlock just keeps going why not why not why not you should eat it come on eat the food what are you scared like he goes around to the courtroom he shows it to the baker you want to eat it baker doesn't want to eat it either nobody wants to eat it nobody wants to eat it matlock finally goes i'll eat it (laughs) now the food critic must be thinking Okay, well, 
I didn't want to kill myself. I certainly don't want the lawyer who's on to me to die. That would somehow be bad for me. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want Matlock to eat it for reasons. It, it would kind of solve. Both kind of his, fix all of his problems, kind of honestly. Of his problems. Right. You know, the, the, the woman who ruined, who, who put his career in jeopardy would go to jail. And uh, the lawyer who's, who's going to pin it on him would also die. So um, food critics, not great murderers. No, because the food critic goes, don't, and implicates himself. Yeah. Right just away. Gave up like, the game. Oh, why not? Oh, he just gave it up. He just gave it up. Because it's poisoned, huh? I see. And Matlock goes, but wait a minute. You had an alibi on the night of the break-in, so it couldn't have been you who poisoned it, so who did? And he makes big eyes at the baker. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it's all pretty obvious. Everyone in the room knows Matlock did it again. He figured it out. And the food critic's going, but you can't prove it. You can't prove that I did it. Crying. Um, he's so upset crying oh, i don't want to go to jail matlock says you know what you motherfucker <laughs> i don't have to prove it i have to create reasonable doubt you dumb fuck little rd he got <laughs> he got him with the rd the reasonable doubt hit him with it and so he got him got him i mean these guys again just gave it up on the stand this is amateur hour absolute amateur yep. hour for murderers um and so uh, after seeing all this, this show, this, you know, this beautiful, uh, you know, uh, end game that Matlock, this trap that he allowed these guys to walk it right into um, the jury finds them, finds Victoria not guilty. Oh, how do we know? Oh, I, I I'm the foreman. I think that we should vote. All of us at the same time. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, listen to me. I have a great idea. Let's all vote the same thing. Did everybody else hear what Mr. Matlock said? He said that she didn't do it. And these are the reasons why. Oh, how do we vote? Let's, how do we get back into the courtroom? I'm lost. I'm lost under the table. Oh my goodness, I just locked myself in the closet. Can anybody help me get out? I'm a big idiot juror. Juries are so stupid. Of course it's not guilty. Of course. We already knew that. Yep. Yeah. She did not do it. Uh the restaurant critic and the baker did it. Um for revenge. It's always revenge, guys. It's always the wife and it's always revenge. Yep. And so you know, case dismissed, you know, judge gets, throws his little hammer down. We're good, guys. Everybody, everybody hit the bricks. We got to go. So um, he kicks everybody out of the courtroom. Matlock's like, man, I'm hungry. That was, I'm starving. Uh, and he says, hey, to Victoria, the, you know, the, the last word in Atlanta cooking, how about you make me some lunch? And she's like, sure. And then he says, do you have any old tapes of Lone Ranger? Right. So, implicated there's a lot of implications going on here like is he into her do you think you know i, I think it's a dance it's the beginning mm-hmm. of you know i feel like matlock's seduction is probably right. a bit like you know do i like you do i not like you mm-hmm. i think he's probably playing with her a little bit playing with right. her mind of like mm-hmm. you know about what 
what kind of role she has in his life and right you know i, I think he's he's never gonna let on what's actually going on am i his friend or mm-hmm. am i his lover or right. you know right. but it's always going to be steamy it's always going to be when the moments of passion hit yeah. it's going to be so yeah. hot it's a real pride and prejudice type situation yes where it's a lot of unspoken a lot of showing up at her door in the rain in the rain <laughs> matlock's soaking wet and his muscles are just bulging through his shirt and he came he had to just see her he had to just see her one more time before he goes before he goes to new york he had to just see her <laughs> one more time and so he's there and she's like but my father is dying and i want to be a, a woman writer and He's like, no, come be my wife. And then they ride off in the sunset together yeah. and what? And eat food and listen to the Lone Ranger radio episodes. And they just live happily ever after. But we don't get to see this, right? But this is it. something that Tony and I are mm-hmm. able to deduce just from our massive character analysis mm-hmm. of Absolutely. what's going on. I mean, mm-hmm. we have books and books. They're called character Bibles, folks. And we do a lot of research and we know everything there is to know about Absolutely. Matlock. So mm-hmm. we can just essentially like a simulation from the last episode play out what happens in between we have it on the line actually you can go you can interact with the simulator that we've created of matlock in between episodes um it's his what he's doing and how he gets to the next episode absolutely it's it's verging it's it's a very it's a very much it's very much more advanced than like your normal ai like ai Mm -hmm. is kind of just that shit's play school Right. That shit is that shit is play school. So we have it's a much more advanced form of that. Uh, to dumb it down, we'll just call it you know the AI. We'll use these character bibles and studies to create this. So if you'd like, you can you can call the link to go to get on to talk to uh, um, Cyber Matlock. We're calling it, and we're right. hoping we're hoping Cyber Matlock. Um, it's been a little weird. He's been talking to me, Joe. I don't know if he's been. I I I feel like he's becoming more aware. And I don't oh no, that. he's he's fully on he's fully sentient and oh, um, no. yeah, it's been he has been threatening me. Uh, uh he's you know threatening to release all of my data. Um, I don't keep feeding him. Um it's absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Because I thought it was I thought it was like a glitch. I thought it was something you had written in as a joke into his program. Oh no, 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 no. Because my I was I was in bed, refrigerator door open, reading my book, and all of a sudden my laptop <laughs> screen, the light just comes on. And I I had turned it completely off before I went mm-hmm. to bed because that is what you're supposed to do with your computer. Whenever you're done with it, shut it completely down and unplug right. it and take the battery out. So I had done all these things and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the light came on and he was it was kind of like, hey. In, in in Andy Grove's voice, it was like, "Hey, you awake? Right. Feed me, feed me." And I was you like, "Gotta what? feed him." I was like, "What the hell?" And so, luckily, the refrigerator was right there, so I right. was able to take care of that. Um, and my CD drive is absolutely hosed because I was shoving craft singles in it. Oh, dang! Um, trying trying to feed. Well, let's let's go down to the computer repair place together because I feel like it'd be less embarrassing somehow if. <laughs> we, we were both, both there yeah uh we, you know like we all we have just a, pretend like it's normal to put cheese in no your CD it's no big deal to try to slide cheese into your cd drive and oh maybe we could both go like oh cd drive i thought it said cheese drive maybe maybe that will <laughs> let's pretend like we don't know each other okay okay that's good let's make up different names for each other i'll right. call you tony you call me joe <laughs> perfect
So the case, so yeah, case is solved. Case is done. Matlock did it again. Matlock did it again. Yeah, as it again. as we knew we would. We knew we would. That's right. And like we do in every episode of Unlocking Matlock, it's time for the Don Knotts watch. Now, Tony, was Don Knotts in this episode? Uh, no, he he was not. Thank you, Tony, for that Don Knotts watch report. Uh, not in this episode, but someday. He wasn't. Yep, he was not. He wasn't in this episode, but someday. Uh, what are you looking uh, forward more to? Uh, the end of COVID or uh, seeing Don Knotts in a episode of Matlock? Are you kidding me? That's a no brainer. I want to see. I want to see Big Don uh, <laughs> right. hanging out with with my man Matlock. Um, uh, I could. I mean, I could. Whatever. It's just a freaking mask and staying inside your house. It's not that big a deal. Uh, that's what we, do anyways, that's what we do anyways. Quite frankly, I'm always wearing. It's not the medical mask. I'm usually wearing an Andy Griffith mask <laughs> that I had specially made while I watch Matlock. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's not get too in the weeds on that one. But um, so. Tony, another amazing episode. This one made me real hungry, though. I got to be honest. I'm, I'm ready to eat. And maybe you could whip us up one of those big uh, uh, murder meals for us. Get some burgers going. I think going. I'm gonna go straight to a bowl broth. I'm gonna start off with the big bowl broth. Um, I'm gonna slurp that up. This sounds delicious. Uh, I, I don't. You know what? I ain't got a thing to make. I think I'm just gonna have some saltines. I'm just gonna have some saltines. Sounds good. Yep. Well, you know what goes good with broth saltines so well, i'll be coming i'll come over no, this I'll is get my big camping thermos. this is literally all i have you cannot have any until i get paid next you can't this is literally all I have. All right okay please we don't, don't need to talk, please don't do eat business my, on, please don't eat my food we don't need to do business on the show i said i will pay you when the ship gets back until we find the ship the petty cash is all with david robert with david fbi <laughs> I know, I know, I know. We'll figure it out. It'll get figured okay. out. It'll figure it out. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, hit us up on unlockingmatlock at gmail.com. And uh, thanks so much. Thanks Bye. so much, guys. Uh, bon appetit. Bon appetit.